Root Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. I'm strong like my daddy. I'm Hercules. That's too deep. You sleep. You hopped over the fence. You sheep. You slept on me. My last album is weaponry. Hey. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Black Millennial Marriage mini episode number four. Number four. Birth plan. The birth plan. So before we get into this episode, um, wifey wants to share some feedback that we got from a listener who reached out and sent some very touching, you know, future mommy stuff. Yeah, this is actually um, Didi. Her husband is Alex. I have brought them up before from like another longer episode, but they were the couple that emailed us about the friendship application. Yes. And I reached out to her and another mom um, about like how having a child has changed her life. And in her case, she has a daughter. And Mm -hmm. having a daughter has changed her life. And what are some things that happened after her birth that she didn't expect and or that she did expect. She sent some deep shit. It was really beautiful and helpful. Oh, yeah. Beautiful is another way to word it. But it was some deep shit. It was. I let my read it. And um, it was just thorough. And I really appreciate you for messaging me. Yeah, it was raw and honest. It was. It was nice. And I'm just trying to be as, like, educated as possible. About everybody, like people's birth experiences. And I don't necessarily have to internalize that, but this is a black woman and I really love representation. And I usually, when I see birth things, it's usually white women or women who don't look like me um, or even in my hue. So I really appreciate it. So thank you very much for emailing me back. And that kind of inspired this episode. Yeah. In a way, just got us thinking about birth and the birthing plan. So. I watched a lot of shows when I was younger because I had a friend named Marquita growing up. What's up, Kita, if you're listening? And she used to watch this show Oh yeah, the- on whatever network this was called Birthday. Maybe it was TLC. Probably. They usually do those in the morning or in the afternoon. Yeah, she, she used to want to be a midwife. So all she would watch <laughs> and make me and her brother watch were these damn birthing shows when we were over there. And, like, it was graphic. So you see everything. Like, <laughs> everything. And they just left the censorship on Instagram and Facebook, so you can see everything there. Yeah. So I was exposed to a lot. I was like 11 from like, I'm not, I shouldn't be watching this. But, you know, I learned a lot about like how babies are brought into this world. Randy has since then introduced me to like different documentaries. Business and, of being born. Yeah. was a really good one we watched together. So you learn about like these plans that people have for birthing their baby. And how yeah. sometimes those plans don't happen at all. And how and how sometimes people don't have a plan at all. And how that can be harmful. So we're just going to talk about what the plan is for this baby. And though, and though we do, we try not to say plan. That's what it is. Yeah. But I am not married to this plan. Like, I understand that at the end of the day, if it comes down to, like, baby safety and my safety. Adapt. And we will adapt and adjust. adjust. But this is the hope. So the so birth, the birth plan home, is. Wait, so what is a birth plan for? It's basically like what you want to happen. What if everything goes 
the way that you hope it goes. <laughs> Your smile right now is funny. <laughs> because the plan. Gotcha. Maybe we'll have better luck in 2019. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, that like, you know, this is how you want your baby to be born. This is the people you want around you. If you do mm-hmm. want people around you, if you want to be medicated or unmedicated in the water, out the water, um, just so that you're very clear about what you want so that when you're have when you're giving birth, you're not traumatized and feeling like no one's listening to you or feeling unsupported. And um, so that's, that's like the purpose of a birth plan. It's supposed to cancel out theoretically these, this extra stress on top of, of pushing a human out. Now, as a man, I'm a little stupid. So I look to you as a woman who is smarter than I to educate me on certain things. Mm. Is this historically like a commonly practiced thing? Like have women yeah. always been like given yes. the option of like having a plan for their birth? Yeah. The US, like, I remember seeing scary ass videos of women being strapped to beds while they get Yeah, I mean, historically America is fucked up. Oh. But like across the world <laughs> Um, you know, there are traditional ways that women have always given birth in certain mm-hmm. countries and, you know, villages and things. And America did really well a long time ago. <laughs> Yo, your face. Um, like there was a video I just saw on Instagram where this, this birth page I follow shared a police video of how they train police officers. They, they happen to come into a woman who's in birth, mm-hmm. maybe in a car or whatever. And it's like, you know, don't interrupt her. Let the body do what it's supposed to do. Don't pull the baby out. Like basic shit that is not always followed now in 2018, yeah. which is why we have a high mortality rate, especially black women. The highest. Yeah. With, with our babies and us. Which I remember seeing is a problem because of, because Eastern medicine is, wait, Western medicine is supposed to be like way too advanced for us to be losing this. And we're like dying baby. at high rates. Nobody's listening to us. We don't have support. We don't know how to advocate for ourselves, which is what I experienced with the first baby, which is why I was so big on going with a different hospital this time and organization mm-hmm. with this baby, which is how we ended up with T baby. Got you. So it is common, but I don't think that a lot of women know that they can require a lot of the things they want moving forward and that you know insurance if you do have it may or may not cover it but there is always a way i just know that like once you're in a hospital and this is i ain't never gave birth Mm. but i've always every time i had a medical emergency like you you're at the whim of the hospital right like whatever they say you do you do like i got in my accident you know like I have no choice. Like, they're about to wash me off in cold-ass water and strip me naked of all my clothes. And, yeah. Like, I mean, that's an emergency. You, you know, need like, it to be out of your clothes. We but had when I, see. like, break something, like, you know, you're told, like, it's not really options you're given. It's more so, hey, this is what we do, and you just kind of right. go through this process. So, that I think that's interesting. Work. It is. That you get a little bit of choice now. Or you should. And if you don't really know how to do that, that's what they have doulas and midwives to help you out, theoretically. I still don't know what a doula is. She's like a... I don't want to say she's under a midwife, but she's she's kind of like. And I know we have some midwives listening to this too, so. And doulas, yeah. I think. Educate me, cause I'm stupid. I don't want to actually. I, like, cause when I think doula, I just see Erica Badu in that hat. Well, she is a doula. Okay, and she just pray over the baby and tell you what sex no, it is. And like she's it. there for comfort. <laughs> she's there to make sure that you're like just an extra hand. She's a coach. Okay. Um, you can also have a postpartum doula. So they come in and they help you with the baby. Because a lot of people don't know what they're doing. You know, people assume mamas do because things like that are supposed to come natural, in quotes. But it doesn't. Your house a mess. You know, you need help. Um, they provide emotional and physical help. Um, and they also provide support for the for the mother's partner and the family. 
Oh, so I get a doula as well. I mean, she she will help you too. What does that mean? Because you kind of what I said and what you just said don't mix. You don't get a doula too. <laughs> there are no doulas for her. No daddy doula. No du- daddy doula. Doula for the dad. No. Somebody needs to make that. You want a side happen. chick. That's not I don't what want a side chick. <laughs> I want a daddy doula. Get. I just want someone to help me coach me through this. There's just like an extra advocate. While, and you know? the rate of mortality, like, you know, your health and the baby's health go up when you have a doula and a midwife present. And I'm trying to live through this, you know? <laughs> and I want a baby to live through this, through this too. I, I feel like you'll be okay. But um, that's because I'm a man. And, you know, the less stress you're under, maybe that can help your labor. Yeah. So you're not in labor for 40 hours. But if your body is, then they like help you deal with that. And, you know, you're just supposed to be an assist. Daddy doula. Someone investigate. What is our birth plan, babe? All right. What is our birth plan? Well, that's a question for you also. While I'm leading this episode, it's focused on your vagina. So I want you to share a bulk of this so from what i know we are doing a water birth yes now that sounds like just what it sounds like you want to go into a lake and you want to walk you, out but you know better in a white gown and i'm not trying to get baptized <laughs> is that what i'm what do you know about water birth i know that usually it involves a blue tub like one of those things that kids get at a young age mm-hmm. and the woman Mm-hmm. Will like walk around the room in this tub for however until she feels like she is ready, and she'll get in. Maybe she'll swim around. Maybe she'll get out. And whenever she's ready to like, I don't know. Like, and then whenever she's ready to deliver, she'll like, like push, and <laughs> she will deliver the baby underwater. The baby comes out swimming with a biblical cord and a whole bunch of other stuff, and then they pick the baby up. And well, why we do you think I want to do a, a freshly birth? washed baby? Why do you think I want to do a water birth? I would assume, because this is all assumptions, I'm serious, I that it's know. like a little less painless, maybe? It's just a different experience? Like, I don't think the pain is something that could be avoided because babies hurt. But, like, maybe there's something soothing about water. Well, I'm going to help you. <laughs> well, it also just lets me know we have not talked about this. We about, haven't. Like, that was the point I of this episode. <laughs> so, I want to do a water birth for a few reasons. One... Because a lot of the creators that I follow, I follow a lot of families on YouTube. Um, Same. And, you know, most of these families end up getting pregnant and having the children. And many of the women of these uh, creators decide to have water births or home water births or hospital water births. And I like the family dynamic. You can pretty much have who you want in a room. You're, like, surrounded by support. You're not clamped to a bed. Yeah. Um, you can eat. You know, you you know, there's time for like laughter and, you know, you got your people around you. So they kind of like help you and cheer you on. And they're just there to support. So you're not so lonely as you're laboring by yourself. Water does. Um, there is like an obvious difference between when they're laboring outside of the water and what, when they finally the get in. Difference? They feel so much relief. So it is a soothing thing. It's like, yeah. Now, it, it can be known to like. Uh, like it lessens contractions in some cases, which can stop your your dilation, which is not what you want because you want this baby to get out. What's dilation? Like your cervix has to expand. Yes, to okay. a certain centimeter. Got you. Which is ten. Yes. Before you can push. Okay, so like when they like dilate your eyes or your pupils, uh, you got good eyesight, so you'll notice. But like your pupil expands, so that's what dil- dilation. Yes, mean. but okay. it hurts. 
Or it doesn't have to hurt. So I'm like, I've been learning a lot about like, I haven't learned about it, but I've talked to women who have done like hypnotherapy, people who have had orgasms while laboring. Like, I don't know if I'm what? there yet, but. <laughs> <laughs> what? It happens. Right, like, it's uh, like a phenomenon, but okay. labor doesn't have to be traumatic. And I have seen representation of black women and women of color getting in this water. And it's not this traumatic thing, even if they don't end up having their baby in the water, just to process of not being strapped to a bed being able to eat being able to walk around and then to get in the water and then i also would like to be unmedicated because um well before i get to unmedicated because water birth you will you do have to be unmedicated you can't have an epidural but um when i had my really bad round ligament pain when i was like 19 weeks and I was like on all fours trying mm-hmm. to do this yoga stretch and it was not working. And <laughs> when our mentor was just like, girl, get in the tub, like take a bath. I promise you. And I literally, like he's always getting on bath? me about how quick I take baths and showers. But I stayed in that water. For a while. For I had a enough long time to watch like two episodes <laughs> of my show unbothered with no like. I stayed in that water promise. for so long yeah. because my body just. It really did help. Okay. And I was learning how to deal with, like, how to breathe through that round ligament pain, which we found was, like, her feet pushing my hips apart at the ultrasound. See, I have a joke to make. I don't want to upset you. What? (laughs) Do you believe that you'll be able to deliver this baby in the water? Yeah, why? Because historically, you've been able to, like, go in the water. I know. But see... First of all, that is not the same thing. <laughs> Peeing in the water and birthing in the water are two different things. I cannot go in the ocean, y'all. Mikey thinks it is really funny, but I just get so tense. Everybody and their mama at some point, some age is like peeing in a pool. I can't. Or a beach. Like, I literally like. We, it happens. On our anniversary trip, he was already go. We're Randy, not about like, to we, walk We walk all the way down to this beach. We got set up. Y'all seen some of the videos. We like, we not far from the house, but we ain't close. I'm not gonna let you walk by yourself. He's like, go in the like, ocean. Like, we get down there, we set up, ready. Like, I gotta use the bathroom. Like, if you don't go pee in the water, I sat there for thirty minutes. Poseidon left his toilet here just for you. I could not do. Y'all sat there for thirty minutes. <laughs> it was hilarious. I could not. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to see what feedback you get from this. Anyway, I go. Randy I was like, can't pee in water, so I don't know how she's gonna deliver this baby. But, but I also wanted to be unmedicated because, um. So yeah, so I I've seen and heard a lot about. The argument of people feeling offended when you say you're giving like a natural birth or I want to do it naturally. Because birth is natural. Yeah. Any However you have natural. your baby, it's natural. But All obviously natural when people shit, say the designation, they're talking about without medication. Yeah. Um, we have a pair of friends of mine from college and she delivered her baby without oh. any medication, mm-hmm. Nika, and they ain't said nothing bad. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. I mean, women have been given birth forever. This is not a time. I think that the the right to use epidural is, a, you know, do it if you want to. And But we've been watching, we've watched so many things about how that affects your body. I've talked to a lot of women who've had epidurals and it didn't work. It didn't even work. You waited too long yeah, or it worked after right. your birth. So now you, now you can't walk for two days. <laughs> <laughs> but you felt your whole labor. Or they have really bad back pain. Their hair is mm-hmm. falling out. Or some people who were just like, it was life. I'm fine. Things are great. And that's fair. But I really, I was kind of on the fence with epidural. But I, after the first baby, I don't know if I told you this, but like I felt like in myself, I really wanted to... Feel everything. Yeah, and be unmedicated the second time around because I didn't obviously have contractions for as long as a woman who was full term, who has a full baby, but I did labor 
to have to pass that baby. I just remember and one of the hurt. reasons you brought up <laughs> not wanting to do uh, medication was because of uh, one of the, help me, one of the documentaries you watched. And they were talking about like Pitocin and some other yeah. stuff and how like it affects the baby. And like the, you know, the, the illustrations yeah. and stuff was a little graphic. Like they got to like make stuff look a certain way. However, it really did bother me. Like, yeah, my key was bothered. Cause that like it, it actually does like affect your baby. Yeah. If you're trying to like hurry and also, you the know, delivery along. They, you know, historically, especially the, with the way birth is going in the United States, doctors rush you, you know, at a certain time, you take it too long and then, you know, now your baby's in distress, they say, and now you got to have a C-section. And I don't know. I don't want to be cut open. I don't want to be rushed. I want to be around people that love me. And I had to pass that first baby I'm medicated, and so I like to do it with this baby. And, Makes um, sense. That's just where I am. So that's really where I And also, I also feel like a lot of people in my family who have had epidurals or just who who given birth have had traumatic experiences and i don't want to internalize that i think pregnancy is traumatic it's hard the whole thing it's really hard um or just some women who who just go through it and they're fine which is why they keep getting pregnant because it was like oh, yeah, that's gonna be the story of you no it's not five um, babies y'all that's the target two, i just gotta win this mega millions it's first. not about money it is we could afford anything it's not about money we can have some surrogates we could buy some mikey <laughs> you ignorant <laughs> um and also, I don't think a lot of people think I can do it. So that's also like a pride thing. Like you thought. We had some people mad at us about our first look. And it was what? the best thing ever. You know, because people oh, had a superstition yeah, like, if you like, look, you're gonna, you ain't going to stay married. And so far, okay. they was wrong. <laughs> yeah, Randy ain't left me yet. And it was the best thing ever to get some time together without everybody. Yeah, I got most of the tears out of the way early. It was good. And then we say we have to eat. I don't know. Like I'm realizing that I can do what I feel is best for me without internalizing or attaching myself to anybody else's experiences. And it might work out in your favor. Yeah. yeah. So I'm trying not to catastrophize. And it helps that my therapist had a water birth with her last baby. And so. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, you have some representation of some stuff that makes sense. Yeah. But that takes me to our next point, which don't make sense to me. However, you're you're thinking about it. So people talk about, you know, so after a baby is born. There's like stuff. Mm-hmm. What's the stuff called? The placenta. And other things. Um, it's the placenta. And other things. It's a lot of stuff. So you want to eat the stuff? I don't after- know <laughs> if I want to eat it. What I'm saying is I've heard there are benefits to it. It a postpartum depression. or my, my wife wants some, some placenta pills. You know, you can. Cr- yeah, I don't know. I definitely know that I want to do delayed clamping. Like, I feel like there's nothing wrong with us learning more about birth and how our babies are impacted and what's good for them and good for us and then acting on that like you know when you know better you do better so maybe i won't eat it i don't fucking know but i do know <laughs> that maybe i don't want the cord cut until i pass the placenta because that's, okay. that's like how the baby gets nutrients and things and you know let them soak that up for as long as they can okay what i'm saying is i'm open and i, I don't want to placenta. i just don't want to don't ascri- put your placenta pills in the pit in the fridge what? Or anywhere near my one of days where I got might get it mixed up. You don't need to take your vitamins every day, man. I took it once yes, last week. No, you didn't. I did. I took it. Did you? Yeah, it was a Are big thing. Are they expire? Maybe. Do vitamins expire? Yeah. Yes. They're minerals and vitamins. They, they last forever. Anything that's real expires. But it's not eventually. real. It's like chemicals, right? It's a vitamin, babe. Did you check? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> You've had a vitamins for a long time. I bought them last year or the year before. The year before. Y'all, the dog choking on something. He scared the crap out of me. Yeah. Um, Vitamins last forever. That's the side of the point. Anyway, placenta pills. I don't know. 
There are things that I've heard about it. I still need to do my research. Mikey thinks it's strange. And then, you know. So if you think anything about Randy eating the stuff she poop out, you let us know. It's not pooping out, Mike. It's not coming out my ass, coming out my vagina. Well, there's stuff coming out of there, too, that'll be in that water. Because we don't know. I may not poop. You may not. Or you might. Or I might. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I'm trying to think about it. Yo, babies are weird. All right. Why would you sign up for this? Why would I choose it? Yeah. Well, I think I kind of touched on that already. But I will say it again because I see that you added it. And I'm sorry I didn't see that. I went ahead. <laughs> but I, I'm choosing it because I know that I it I want to be around, like, in a supportive environment. And I've talked to a lot of women who've been unmedicated and medicated who were supposed to have a water birth and ended up having a birth in the hallway. Like, it don't matter really where you are, just about who you have around you and the team you have. How upset would you be if you don't make it to the hospital in time to have this baby in the pool, but instead we have the baby in my Ultima on Memorial Drive? I mean, either way, way, it's a quick labor. I ain't going to bitch about a quick labor. (laughs) You know, (laughs) she want to come out after an hour. That's fine with me. Got you. But I Mm -hmm. would hope that we wouldn't be in the car. But you know what? Who am I? In true Chapman fashion. We actually may. (laughs) This baby may not at all come in a hospital. Yeah. You know, because that's just... That's just what happens in our lives. That's what the universe does to us. Okay. But, um, yeah, I just, I really wanted to, I want to be supported and I want to feel this baby and pass this baby, a living baby. And I want to be comfortable. Well, I both respect and support your choice to do it as you see fit. My only concern with everything surrounding this pregnancy and you giving birth has been your health. Right. Just want to make sure at the end of this, I still got you and I got a baby. I just want you to be okay. So there's no like health risk involved with you delivering this baby the way you see fit. I support it. Now, if it comes down to it and they say, hey, you need to do this or you're going to die, then I know I do it. But I love you still. That's what I said. I'm not married to a plan. Like um, if something if something goes awry or something shifts, I will adjust because I done been through too much and worked too hard to be out of here empty handed. You know, so get the baby out how you need to. But we aren't like women aren't as high risk as people think pregnancy and labor aren't mm-hmm. sicknesses or diseases. We feel sick and like possess sometimes, but like our bodies are, you know, we're made to do this and the baby got to get out. You got to labor. And I just don't want to be afraid of laboring. And I feel like a lot of people are. And I want to internalize that. Okay. So that's our birth plan. And Mikey is very supportive. As you heard, he's yeah. watched the documentaries He'll look at the Instagram pictures and the things, and he's at every ultrasound appointment or every All appointment, prenatal every appointment. Every appointment that has to do with you or this baby. Yeah. He's been to every last one. We had to schedule around his schedule so that he could be there because <laughs> he's adamant about being very- um, Got to. In tuned and educated and there. So if you are pregnant or you're considering, you know, doing this for whatever wild reason you would- I don't know. Women are crazy. How do you envision it will go? And what's your plan? Or, what do you think about Randy's plan? And if you already, if you had a plan that didn't go exactly as planned, please let us know what that was like. <laughs> or if your plan went exactly how it was, how was that? What happens but when we life really love hearing gives about them you what you so want? So share them struggles. What happens when life actually says, you know what? Your plan is actually in line with mine. So let's do it. What is that like? We don't know. Please tell us. (laughs) All right. All right. PDA.
PDA. So I get to go first. Yeah. Right? It's real quick this week. I just want to tell you that you're you okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on this microphone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go, babe. I won't cut you. Like you know how many times I've said this on this mic. Out of my will. You haven't made it. <laughs> All right, my PDA. So, a couple of people saw over the weekend that you and I <laughs> made a lasagna. Yeah. Right. It's good. Now, I've been making spaghetti since I was like eight. I can't. I, I was younger than that. I'm pretty sure. But like, I was really nervous about making it. But it was really fun making it with you, spending some quality time with you, ignoring work, and just like making some food. And it was delicious. It was good. It is good. And it, yeah, it still is. It's almost gone, though, which is kind of sad. We'll but I again. really had fun doing that with you. Like, you're pregnant. I'm old and washed. But we had enough energy to, like, cook a whole meal together. And it was fun. It felt was. like felt like last year. Felt like college. <laughs> when we were younger. And happy. Mm-hmm. So thank you <laughs> for doing that with me. It was fun. Thanks. Well, um, it's my turn. Well, the other night we had a really nice chat in bed together. Lights on. You were playing a game. And I was reading, I think. Yeah. But we talked about, like, we had a real life talk about sex and intimacy and, like, how we're feeling and why things are the way they are. And I really appreciate you being very open with me about, you know, your confidence, your stress, your depression, and vice versa, as you know. Um, the usual but like we we actually haven't we made time to really talk about it and we've been spending time together you know which is why this episode probably sounds better than some others maybe we just sound tired mikey's trying to go to a falcons game tonight we're about to go to this game it's lit (sighs) i'm gonna go because i'm a good wife you're a great wife and i've never been to a football game i know um and we about to go and turn up for the giants and his mom has season tickets and we got them and apparently the boycott is over and they didn't share that with niggas. But, you know, whatever. Um. So, yeah, we're going. And so, you know, we're just we're getting some time, which is all we've ever needed. We yes. just really wanted some time. And so we've got some. And I really appreciate you making time to give me time with you. So I know you want to be normal. You want to watch your shows and play your games. But you have been putting them down these past few days so that I can, you know, be my needy pregnant self. Yes, I have. And you don't seem to be hating it. You spend a lot of time in the bathroom so that you can... You know, do your Instagram. Well, that was for work. I actually didn't get to do anything I wanted to do in the bathroom. I'm sorry. It's fine. But yeah, I really appreciate you giving me time lately. Of course. I love you. So good. Thank you. All right, y'all. So call to action. Please be sure to check out our website, blackmillennialmarriage.com. If you're new to this podcast, enjoy this content. Please comment and share. And again, this is a mini episode. So all of our regular episodes are longer. Yeah. Our many episodes are baby specific. It's only where we talk about baby stuff, stuff regarding this baby. Yeah. Uh, so if you have any questions or anything, ask them. Yeah. Um, follow us on social media. On Instagram, we are Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we are Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, Black Mill Mare Pod. Mm. As always, this was fun. Be blessed, y'all. Don't settle. Fight clean. My whole wrist ain't covered with heavy metal. That's make a face, make a wish. I wish you would. I make a video and bring parents into your hood. My car got stolen the other day and I blame the devil. I'm feeling like a mountain, tribulations like a pebble. Talk to God on my behalf if you can fit that in your schedule. Tell him your boy needs some sleep. The baby screaming like. Root insurance puts you in control. 
Root is a new type of car insurance that uses the sensors in your smartphone to look deeper than other insurers. Here's how it works. Download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior, like turning and braking, and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate, meaning good drivers could save hundreds. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details.